Hey, what's good, fam? It's Kyle Henderson and Andrew Bone. You know what we do every Tuesday night. We talk recruiting. Be sure and hit the thumbs up. Hit the bell to subscribe. Inching closer towards 50,000. Crimson Tide football fans on our YouTube channel. It's really amazing all the support that we get on YouTube. Um, but you don't have to wait every Tuesday night. You can join BamInsider.com to get the full scoop every single day. Bone, what's up, man? What's up, Kyle? How you doing tonight, man? Man, trying to match the intensity, man. I could I could feel the college football season getting closer, so I'm feeling good. I, I can't believe we have to go through one more weekend, um, you know, with no college football. But but then again, we could be the Big Ten, you know, not, not throwing shade, just uh, calling facts. But um, let, let's get right into it. Uh, Jackie, um, already with the Super Chat. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you, Jackie. Um, we stay actually safe, Stay safe down there in Foley, man. Absolutely. I, I think uh, a good part of the show would be, you know, you know, prayers out to all our friends in, in Southern Alabama. And, you know, uh, you know, storms coming your way. You're already emerging it. And um, it's kind of, uh, you know, scary. I mean, the, the weather down here, obviously nothing to play around with. So thoughts and prayers to everybody in the particular area. And, um, you know, we're uh, thoughts and prayers for you guys. Um, we got a updated uh, super chat. Um, board thanks to uh Tyler Waldrop, thanks for compiling this. Uh, Randall Williams crushing it. Um, you guys, uh, Tony Hill also crushing it as well. Bombs almost close to that club 100, so keep marching towards it. Uh, Brandon Freeman certainly on the rise. Check your head and Paul Robinson up in those box seats. So, thank you to everybody that contributes on this show right here on BamaInsider.com. We appreciate you guys supporting us right on here on BamaInsider.com. Bone, um, you know, recruiting wise, Alabama has what is it, 21 commitments now and um i mean what a class that it's been um kind of what's the latest on um you know th this class i mean still ranked number one in the rivals.com team rankings I, I i would imagine i haven't checked it but i mean it's they've kind of been on cruise control as of late yeah, that's right. You know, things are kind of quiet right now just because, you know, most of Alabama's key targets who remain, you know, in the fold, you know, a lot, a lot of these guys are going to wait until after the season to uh, to make decisions. Now, we will probably see a couple of decisions happen, uh, you know, in the next few months. You know, some guys probably go, you know, end up going elsewhere. Obviously, we know, you know, Marius Mims, you know, big five-star offensive lineman from Georgia is going to be making a decision in uh, October on October the 14th. And, you know, right now it seems more like a, a Georgia Tennessee recruiting battle, but I know Alabama is still you know, pressing hard there and, and everybody keeps on. <laughs> Thanks bombs. Get, you know, getting in, into the uh, hundred, hundred cl club now. So thank <laughs> you, man. Um, but, uh, but, you know, with, uh, you know, with the Marist Mims, you know, Alabama is still pressing hard for him and, uh, you know, still communicating with him. It's not like he's, you know, called up Alabama and said, Hey, Quit talking to me. It's down to Georgia and, and Tennessee. Um, you know, see you later. You know, he's still talking to Alabama pretty regularly. So, um, you know, we, we mentioned that yesterday on the Bama Insider Recruiting Board. So, you know, still probably an outside chance there. But, you know, I would still probably lean more towards Georgia and Tennessee uh, in his recruitment. And, you know, obviously we've talked about, you know, Jaquincy McKinstry, uh, you know, the number one player in the state of Alabama. And I keep saying, if Alabama can get him to hold off from making a decision, if he will wait until you know, you know a few months down the road, I think they've got a uh, they will have an opportunity. Right now, I if he commits soon, I don't think he's going to commit to Alabama. But if he decides to hold off and you know lets this process play out, lets these schools continue to recruit him, then Alabama's going to have a chance. So we'll kind of see. What happens there? But uh, but you know, for the most part, I think uh, you know it's going to be kind of a slow uh, a slow few months until we start seeing you know 
you know, potentially some recruits on campus. Obviously, that's not happening yet. You know, it is happening for some schools as they're, you know, allowing, uh, I guess not allowing, but, you know, they know that recruits are on campus. They can't talk to them, but, uh, but they know, uh, you know, there's been some recruiting summits or whatever you want to call it, you know, places like Tennessee and Georgia and, and Oklahoma, uh, LSU, you know, all these schools have ho- hosted or at least had recruits on campus, not necessarily hosted, but had recruits on campus. And, you know, we'll see if Alabama does any, does anything like that. I think if um, if the NCAA continues to extend the recruiting dead period, you know, you know throughout the fall, then you know, Alabama is probably going to have to do something. But, you know, maybe we'll see something change and, um, you know, recruits are going to be allowed to visit campus at some point this season. All right. Um, good stuff here with Andrew Bona, BamiInsider.com. All right. We're going to take a couple calls tonight as well. Um, 205-850-0883 is the call in line number. So if you want to call and chat with Andrew Bone, we'll definitely take a call. Um, now is obviously a good time to post your recruiting uh, questions for Andrew Bone. The class, is, uh, the class is filling up, obviously, you know, with uh, 21 commitments now. Alabama number one in the Rivals.com team rankings. And uh, we got Ben with uh, our first question. And um, he's asking for any news on JT Tulamola. Yeah, you know, nothing new right now. I, I do think that he is going to wait a little while before making a decision. Um, you know, it seems like he's going to play uh, high school football this, uh, you know, not this season. Well, it is this season, but it's going to be in the spring. Uh, State of Washington is going to have high school football uh, in the spring, and it looks like he's going to wait, um, you know, to enroll in uh, in June. So, you know, he is going to play this, uh, you know, this spring, uh, enjoy his uh, his final senior year on the football field. Um, you know, I do think it's an Alabama, Georgia, or excuse me, an Alabama Ohio State recruiting battle uh, at this time. I think it's a top two. Uh, with those two schools fighting it out. Um, Alabama obviously has surged um, over, over the course of the last few months. You know, I still think Alabama needs to try to get him on campus at some point. He hasn't visited Tuscaloosa uh, in a couple years, but at least he has been to Alabama uh, in the past. But you know, Ohio State's been considered kind of the heavy favorite for him, um, you know, throughout the last several months. But you know, Alabama, you know, we weren't even talking about Alabama being a contender for him uh, a few months ago. And now all of a sudden, um, you know, they're, you know, right in the mix, you know, right in the thick things. And um, you're probably running number two behind Ohio state at this time. So, you know, who knows what may happen in the next couple months, um, you know, if Alabama is able to, you know, surge ahead, but they're, they're chipping away. And I think they're going to, they're going to have a real good chance. All right. Please notate the call in line number at the bottom of the screen. 205-850-0883 is the call in line number. Um, we got a uh, park with a question on Jeremiah Alexander. Is he still on lock? Yeah, you know, Jeremiah Alexander, an early commitment for the Crimson Tide out of Thompson High School in, uh, in you know, Alabaster, you know, right here in the great st- state of Alabama. You know, it's really hard for a, uh, you know, for an in-state kid, uh, especially one who's committed to Alabama to end up flipping to another school. Um, you know, I definitely think he's a uh, pretty solid commitment now. Will he take visits? I, I certainly believe so. Will he uh, enjoy the recruiting process and continue to get, uh, you know, heavily pursued by other programs? Absolutely. But, um, you know, with Thompson High School, you know, I think that, uh, you know, he plays for a great head coach of Mark Freeman. And you know, I just, uh, yeah, I'd be surprised if he ended up flipping and going somewhere else. I think he's, you know, really likes Alabama's defense a lot, has a great relationship with the coaching staff down there already. He's been to Tuscaloosa several times, has several friends on the team. Um, it would shock me if he ended up flipping. But, yeah, I mean, he's going to take some visits. He's going to enjoy the pr- process uh, as long as he can. Obviously, uh, you know, visits haven't, haven't happened in a long time. So a lot of these recruits are, are certainly hoping to, uh, to be able to get out and, uh, and go see a lot of programs that they haven't seen before. All right, we're going to take uh, our first uh, call of the night, and we got that coming in, and it is uh, Keith from Alabama and wants to know uh, who the 
final four of this dynamic classes, um, or, or who it's going to be. Um, Keith, we're going to bring you on now. Keith, uh, are you there? I am. How you doing, guys? All right, you're doing great. You're on with hey, Andrew Bone. Um, he wants to know the the last four. So, so Keith, you're on with Andrew Bone. Go ahead, man. Hey, Bone. I was wanting to find out. Uh, Bama has 21 recruits, and I know there's like probably four spaces left. Or do you think there might be some that come and go out of the 21? Yeah, you know that's a great question. Yeah, I, I obviously think that you know there's certainly some kids in the class right now who are still being heavily pursued, um, and who are still thinking about taking some visits. I mean, you know, we know Dallas Turner is still getting you know a lot of attention from Georgia and Florida, and you know Kadarius Callaway, you know, still getting a lot of pressure to stay uh, in state and potentially flip back to Mississippi State. You know, for the most part, I think you know most of these guys are pretty solid with their commitments. Now, you know, if visits open up in the fall and you know they're able to take some officials or you know, potentially go to some games, then you, you never know what may happen. But for the most part right now, I think most of them are uh, are pretty solid. But in terms of filling out these last few spots, um, you know, Alabama's at 21 commitments. I think they're probably going to get to 26. So let's just say there's five more spots left. Um, you know, on the offense side of the ball, you know, not really a lot of guys out there that they're still heavily pursuing. Now, there's some, um, you know, obviously uh, there's some receivers that they're still trying to add. You know, I think they really want to get one more receiver in this class. And obviously, Brian Thomas is uh, is the main guy. And that, you know, they've been recruiting him for a very long time. You know, they still love Xavier Worthy, who's committed to Michigan. Um, but as of right now, I, I just don't see him flipping uh, from his commitment to the Wolverines. Um you know, offensive line wise, I think they would certainly, you know, or I know they would certainly take a commitment from Amarius Mills, but any other offensive lineman, you know, I just, you know, I think it's kind of a wait and see approach, um, you know, defensive wise, um, you know, defensive end, you know, I think there's at least a spot for one more guy, possibly two. You know, I've been saying for a while, I think they, they would certainly take two more guys. And, you know, we, we keep talking about all these different guys who are out there. JT Tuamola, Shamar Turner, Shambry Jackson, uh, Tumise Adelier, um, Tyreek Sapp. Um, you know, Corey Foreman's out there, but I just don't see Alabama end up, you know, ending up with Corey Foreman. But, you know, there's a lot of guys that are still out there. If they can get two of those guys, I think they're going to be in, you know, in great shape and extremely excited. Um, you know, linebacker wise, obviously Xavier story is still a, a key target for them. Um, you know, probably going to come down to an Alabama, Georgia recruiting battle. And then, uh, you know, defensive back wise, Certainly want to get one more defensive back, uh, and I, I think corner certainly a, a priority position. You know, you know some of the top names that we've talked about: uh, Jaquincy McKinstry, Terry and Arnold. You know, I, as I just recently said, you know, I, I do think Jaquincy leaning more towards Auburn at this time. But if Alabama uh, can potentially get him to hold off from making a decision, you know, they're going to have a really good chance down the road. But uh, but Terry and Arnold certainly a, a top priority for them. So uh, you know, so kind of tracing back. Um, you know, at least one more wide receiver in. My my opinion, you know, I think they get two defensive ends. I think they get at least one more uh, defensive back, and uh, and potentially, um, you know, a linebacker or maybe an offensive lineman. Um, you know, I don't think they're going to get a running back this year. They're not going to get another uh, tight end. Not going to get another, uh, or excuse me, they're not going to get another uh, quarterback. Obviously, um, you know, defensive tackle wise, I think they're pretty set. Uh, Mason Smith, if he wanted to jump on board, they certainly would not say no to him. But um, but anybody else, I, I don't see them taking another uh, defensive tackle. But you know, one guy that I've mentioned, you know, probably for the last month and a half, somebody to really kind of watch. 
Christian Zachary. He's a defensive end out of Carrollton, Georgia. Um, hasn't played yet this season. They were supposed to play their first game this past Friday night. They had, a, uh, I think, a player on their team uh, ended up getting uh, tested positive for COVID, so they had to cancel their game. So, unfortunately, they haven't played yet, but certainly somebody that you know, Alabama continues to watch closely, continues to be interested in. He had 20 sacks as a, or excuse me, as a sophomore. Missed most of his junior season due to an injury, so Alabama's still very interested in him. I you know, would not be surprised if we eventually saw him in this class, but you know, we'll have to wait and see kind of how the numbers uh, shake out you know, down the road. Keith, anything uh, right. else while you got Andrew on the line? Uh, just one other thing. The Barnes kid from out of Lee Montgomery, uh, I noticed that they have him a three-star, and I've seen the kid play, and in my opinion, he's going to be a four-star at least before it's over with. I'd just like to know your opinion too, Bo. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think Alabama hopes he can be a five-star by the end of his career in Tuscaloosa. I, I think he's got that potential. You know, I think it may take him a year or two to develop. Um, and it's also going to be interesting to kind of see which position he ends up playing at the next level because he's a big guy playing on the defensive front. But he's also been playing a lot of, on the offensive line this season, having a great year on the offensive line so far. And, you know, if Alabama only ends up with, you know, the offen- the four offensive linemen it currently has committed, we could potentially see Anquan Barnes making a transition over there. But extremely athletic. It's got great size, uh, you know, very strong, very powerful. Um, so I'm very interested to kind of see how he develops over the course of the next year because, you know, this could be, you know, this could be a guy that may not make an impact as a true freshman, but you know, give him a, a couple years in that strength and conditioning program could be a big time player at the college level. All right, thank you very yeah, much, Keith. He's we, about uh, six four, six five, three hundred pounds. <laughs> he's a big yeah, player. absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your call, Keith. Yes, sir. Have a great day. Thank you. you All right, that was uh, Keith from uh, Alabama calling in. Pretty smooth on the. On the call, and thank you very much, Keith. We appreciate it. Hey, guys, remember all super chats tonight go to Andrew Bone. Um, this is a recruiting show, so we do this every uh, every Tuesday. And as we always say, you don't have to wait till Tuesday to get the full scoop. And if you don't know how to uh, super chat, it's basically like a tip. You're tipping out. Um, you hit this button on the chat screen, and um, anything helps. You know, it all goes to to Bone. So uh, this is his show. He does such a great job for us here at BamInsider.com. Um, also, check out his book. We'll talk more about his book later on in the show. We'll put the link to where you can get and. Andrew Bones um, show in the description of um, this particular video. Um, Bone, we got a lot of uh, comments coming in and uh, we got uh, John asking for uh, Shamar Turner and kind of the, the latest on a very intriguing prospect. Yeah, Shamar Turner, one of the best, uh, you know, defensive linemen, in my opinion, one of the most underrated defensive linemen in the country. I mean, six foot four, 285 pounds, just chiseled. I mean, yeah, it doesn't look like he has an ounce of fat on him. Um, you know, one of the top players in the state of Texas. I think he would have really uh, benefited with some, uh, you know, some camps this, uh, this spring and summer with, you know, people being able to see him, but, uh, you know, certainly plays at, uh, you know, one top high school programs in the state of Texas. You know, with Turner, as far as his recruitment goes, you know, it's still kind of the same. Alabama, Texas, Texas A&M, Georgia, LSU. Now, he hasn't visited LSU or Georgia yet. I know they're trying to get him on campus uh, at some point, and he's still kind of waiting. He's, you know, not really ready to make a decision just yet. You know, just from talking to different people, it still seems like Alabama's in the driver's seat, but other schools are certainly, you know, you know, hammering or hammering away. I think Texas, uh, you know, got him on campus a couple weekends ago. And, you know, like we all know, they can't 
have a conversation with the coaching staff. They can't go inside the facilities, but he was at least on campus, you know, toward the, uh, you know, toward the campus, you know, didn't necessarily see the facilities, but toward the campus and, you know, with his parents. So uh, I think with, uh, with Alabama, you know, it was very beneficial for them to be able to get him on campus for junior day earlier this season, but, you know, really need to get him back in Tuscaloosa at some point this fall. But yeah, I mean, Alabama is still certainly a, uh, you know, a top team for him, but don't expect a decision anytime soon. Probably going to wait until um, I, I would say a little bit closer to the signing day before we see a decision from him. Hey, Bone, people love you, man. Gary saying, what's let's go. $100 super chat. My, My God. man. All right. Wow. <laughs> that is uh, unbelievable. Thank you so much. Gary, Gary's on the leaderboard now. Yeah, Gary's on. Gary just jumped right up to Club 100. So uh, give him a shout out, Bone. Thank you, Gary. That means uh, that means the world to me. Thank you so much. And uh, you know, please ask any que- any questions you got. You you you'll, you'll get the answers to it. So thank you so much, Gary. All right. Thank you so much, Gary. We appreciate it. And like I said, all super chats uh, tonight go to Andrew Bone. Take care of him. He does such an amazing job for us at BamaInsider.com. Um, you know, when we first came, uh, when I first moved to Tuscaloosa, I was like, need that five star. need to keep that five star. And, um, you know, it continues to do such a great job for us um, here at BamaInsider.com. We also got Tony Hill. What's up, Tony Hill? Um, the $5 super chat. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you, Tony. Yeah, we uh, give him a shout out, Bone. Hey, I'm- Hundred dollars, five dollars. It doesn't matter. Thank you so much. That's uh, that means the world to me. You know, any, any of these tips are great. A dollar tips, great. So thank y'all, <laughs> thank y'all so much. It means it means a lot. Um, you you've been talking about um, Tamisa Delia in a recent uh, social media post that he had. Um, kind of give everyone kind of the latest on um, Tamisa Delia. You know, the uh, five-star defensive end from uh, originally from Tompkins High School in Katy, Texas, um, you know, he's not playing this season, uh, had transferred to IMG Academy during his uh, uh, during the uh, early part of the spring and uh, was going to play at IMG this fall. But obviously, you know, with COVID, decided to go back home and now doing online classes and uh, you know, not going to play uh, this season. But, you know, Alabama still heavily involved, heavily in the mix there, um, you know, decommitted from Ohio State. Uh, you know, in the summer, and you know, he had committed to Ohio State this spring. But if many people re- will remember, he had camped in Tuscaloosa last summer, and I remember doing an interview with him, and you know, it was all Alabama. I mean, he was you know really fired up. He was eager to bring his entire family back to Tuscaloosa, which he did uh, for the LSU game in November. Alabama, you know, has never let up, continues to push for him. You know, his former teammate, Jalen Milrow, now a commitment for Alabama, pushing for him as well. And obviously, you know, Alabama has some other, you know, great commitments from the state of Texas, uh, like Kendrick Blackshire and, uh, you know, the Brockermeyer twins. So, you know, all those guys are are heavily pushing for Tamise to join uh, them in Tuscaloosa. And obviously, the Alabama coaching staffs, you know, pushing very hard for him as well. That right. said, I do think that Alabama is a, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to go out on a limb and say he's definitely going to Alabama. But in my opinion, I would say that Alabama is probably in the in the driver's seat. I think Alabama's got a great shot with them. Um, you know, Florida's all. You know, obviously there, Texas A and M's there. I don't think he's going to go back to Ohio State. I do think he ends up playing in the SEC. And, uh, and I think with Jalen Milrow committed, I think that that really helps Alabama's chances out a lot. All right, good stuff. And again, uh, Gary, thank you so much for thank the you again, uh, Gary and Tony. Thank y'all. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, we'll continue to cruise through. Uh, n- notate the call online. Um, update your phone book for BamaInsider.com, 205-850-0883. If you want to call in, ask a question to Andrew Bone. I know there's plenty of uh, comments right now that we can cruise through, but if you want to call in, um, there is a call online available. Uh, plenty of space for you right now, so you can call in right now. Um, 
how about this? Uh, Ronnie's asking for uh, an update on Shambry Jackson. I know you've talked about a kind of a variety of um, you know guys when Keith from Alabama called in earlier, but if you could provide um, an update for Shambry Jackson for Ronnie, for Ronnie, please. Yeah, well, with with Shambry, I, yeah, it's kind of interesting because I, I thought that he was going to make a decision earlier in the spring, and you know, once COVID happened, decided to hold off. Um, you know, back in the spring, I, I felt like Alabama was probably in the driver's seat for him, um, and I think Alabama probably felt the same way. Um, you know, as of right now, a lot of talk about Florida State now. You know, Florida State didn't look too hot in their first game um, of the season against Georgia Tech. Shout out to my man, Jeff Collins, um, for that big win for the Ramblin' Wreck. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, right now, still kind of leaning towards Florida State with him. Alabama would definitely take a commitment from him. I know we keep talking about all these other defensive ends who are out there that uh, Alabama's heavily pursuing, you know, especially guys who are five-star recruits. But Alabama still holds Shambry Jackson in very high regard. And, um, yeah, I, I think they would certainly take a commitment from him. I think it's the top two of Alabama and Florida State. But uh, but doesn't look like a decision is going to happen, you know, maybe for a while. Going to wait a little bit longer. Um, but uh, as of right now, if I had to make a prediction, I'd probably lean more towards Florida State. But you know, Alabama is still very much in it. And, uh, you know, they're still talking to him pre pretty uh, pretty often. All right. Appreciate it. Um, we got a, I think Zach down here is asking, how do I super chat? Um, Zach, if you go up right here on the on the chat, if you're looking on, on mobile, um, you will see Let me move this for you. Um, there's a little dollar icon. It's basically like tips. So tonight, uh, since it's Bone Show, he gets the tips for the super chat, um, and we'll probably kick some out to our producer uh, Tyler Waldrops, who's doing a good job tonight as well. Um, but you, uh, you see the dollar sign right there. That's all you got to do. So I, I know it, it's kind of like it's new technology for everybody, um, but that that's kind of you know that that's where things stand, and that's how to super chat. So. Um, Let's continue with um, some questions right here. There's never enough zeros, by the way. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, all right. So um, how about this one? This is interesting. Um, what, what about uh, Tanner Bailey? I know class of 2022, as we start to turn the page, very talented prospect um, out of the state of Alabama. What, what's kind of the latest on a, um, a very interesting quarterback out of the class of 2022? Well, I think he's off to a really good start to his uh, to his junior season. Just watched some highlights a couple of days ago. Um, you know, very good. You know, his his team's more of a run oriented offense, but still having you know a pretty good year throwing the ball, close to about six hundred yards passing uh, in his first three games uh, and nine touchdowns. But yeah, I mean, Alabama certainly a, a school that he really likes a lot. I, I'm interested to kind of see what happens with the quarterback position kind of moving forward because you know, we all know Alabama signed Bryce Young, uh, you know, last year. They just picked up a huge commitment uh, from Jalen Milrow. Does that potentially, you know, scare off some quarterbacks from potentially going to Alabama? Now, uh, we all know that Alabama likes to sign a great quarterback in every recruiting class, and they're certainly making Tanner feel like a top priority. Um, you know, Auburn's certainly a, uh, you know, a top school for him. He grew up an Auburn fan. You know, he uh, his his father played at Auburn, so you know I think that's going to be tough. But you know, also you know, being from Gordo has been to Tuscaloosa so many times, and you know, um, you know, Steve Sarkeesian uh, is all over him. He, you know, reached out to him the first day uh, on that on September the first when when coaches can contact juniors. So you know, Alabama certainly high on his list. I think it comes down to Alabama and Auburn for him, uh, but. It's going to be interesting, kind of see what happens moving forward, especially if uh, if Bryce Young, you know, really makes a, a big impact this uh, this fall. All righty, let's um, continue, and um, we'll kind of cruise through. It's kind of, we got a ton of questions. I know you uh, already talked about Xavier uh, story a little bit, but um, maybe just one more time for John. 
Yeah, John, you know, with Sori, you know, he's one of those guys that just doesn't say a lot, you know, keeps things pretty tight lipped. So it's, it's hard to, you know, uh, extract information sometimes from from some of these recruits, especially when there's you know not really anything going on when when it's a recruiting dead period. There's you know no games that he's going to or anything like that. He did take a visit up to Georgia, uh, you know about three or four weeks ago. You know so Georgia was able to get him on campus, and a lot of people think it's going to come down to Alabama and Georgia for him. But you know Alabama, you know certainly still you know very high on his list. Um, you know. Uh, South and Siri, Charles Huff pounding away there. Yeah, he's now at IMG Academy, so he has a couple uh, Alabama commitments there who continue to recruit him like J.C. Latham and Ja'Cory Brooks. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think he's going to decide anytime soon, but um, he's certainly going to play in the SEC. He has an all-five, you know, top-five school, all SECs, uh, all SEC programs, but, uh, but I do think it ends up coming down to Alabama and Georgia for him. All right. We got a, another super chat coming in from uh, – I'm Aaron Paul. Paul Robinson, he's got a question for me. So um, this is, uh, hey, so everyone, we'll have our um, team show on Wednesday and we'll talk team. So we'll talk uh, tomorrow night. And then we got special something very special planned for you the following week, uh, which will be game week. So stay with us. I think you guys are going to be really thrilled with what we're bringing to our YouTube channel into BamiInsider.com next week for game week. So stay tuned. Um, th this is a team question, so I'll answer it real quick, and then we'll continue with the recruiting show. Uh, leading the team in tackles, I'll, I'll give uh, Bone a, a break to to drink some Diet Coke. <laughs> um, leading the team in tackles, I, I think Dylan Moses, like oh, 1 million percent. I think if he stays healthy, um, I mean, the defense is going to be number one improved. And number two, I think he's going to provide so much on, um, you know, the defensive front. I, I think he's just the alpha that Alabama is really looking forward to um, that they needed last year. And I think paired up um, with Christian Harris on the side at inside linebacker. I mean, talk about one of the top tandems in all of college football at that inside linebacker position. Um, I've talked about this uh, on my show um, a few times. Chris Allen, Christian Harris, and Dylan Moses, all from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So pretty interesting to see what those guys uh, can do this year. And I think, um, you know, the defense, as I've talked about on my shows and, and within the videos that you guys watch right here on our YouTube channel, the defense, I think, has to have a chip on their shoulder coming into the 2020 season. Um, so we'll see what happens. But um, let's get back to recruiting, and we'll definitely uh, catch up with you guys and talk team on um, on Wednesday night. So thank you very much, and uh, I appreciate the question, and I'm sure Bone appreciates the super chat. <laughs> thank you, Paul. All right. um, let's see. Uh, we got plenty of other uh, questions coming in, and um, let's go with uh, – you already talked about um, Christian uh, Zachary. Um, we already talked about uh, Tomise Delier. Um, how about this, Bone? Um, as I kind of cruise through the, the list of 2022 questions that are coming in, um, are there any particular prospects that uh, fans should know about kind of as we start to turn the page to 2022 that are high priority targets? I know it's a, a ways out, but guys that everybody should know that are, is certainly, you know, key targets in, in the class of 2022. Yeah, and I and I've, I've said this before. You know, with 2022, 2023 prospects, it's uh, it's been extremely difficult for you know for college coaches because you know they may have a list of guys who you know who they really like. Um, but that list may not have changed for the last six months. Um, you know, so, you know, this season is very important for, uh, you know, for college coaches, for recruiting analysts to, you know, evaluate kids. And, you know, because a lot of these kids haven't been seen since, uh, you know, potentially last football season. So, uh, you know, COVID really, uh, you know, really threw a wrench into everything. But, uh, but you know, in-state wise, you know, I think it's a really good year for in-state prospects. Um, you know, Alabama already has two very good 
in-state commitments. Um, you know, in Robert Woodyard out of Williamson High School and uh, and Jeremiah Alexander out of Thompson. I think both those guys are having excellent seasons so far, especially, you know, Robert Woodyard missing um, – you know, the majority of his freshman and sophomore year to, due to injury you know, has already come back extremely impressive uh, out on the field playing that middle linebacker role. But, you know, there's some other in-state guys that I, I really like a lot. Curtis Perry uh, out of Park Crossing uh, in Montgomery. Uh, you know, he's in the top 100, uh, in the rivals top 100. Certainly a guy who can you know, really see his stock continue to rise. Uh, you know, having a great, great season on the defensive line so far. And Emmanuel Henderson uh, out of Geneva County. We've talked about him a, a few times on the show before uh last week uh this past week had 367 yards rushing and five touchdowns um competition may not have been great but still that's a, that's a lot of yards and certainly a guy that uh you know that alabama coaches are extremely impressed with and, and really like a lot early on uh in, in his recruiting process and we already talked about tanner bailey out of gordo high school you know still kind of waiting to see um, you know, some of these other in-state guys, uh, Riley Quick, Pierce Quick's younger brother, he's a Hewitt Trustful. You know, which position will he potentially play in college? You know, he's a defensive lineman and offensive lineman. A little undersized uh, for an offensive lineman, about 245, 250 pounds. Uh, and then Caden Story, Christian Story's younger brother, uh, you know, another guy that, uh, you know, very interested to see. Uh, you know, this fall play as well, defensive end. A little bit different than Christian, who was a quarterback for uh, for Lynette High School, but uh, but Caden certainly got a chance to uh, to be a big-time prospect as well. We have another Super Chat coming in, Bone, and uh, appreciate it. Remember, all the Super Chats tonight go to Andrew oh, Bone. Thank you. Insider.com. Uh, this is from Paul Robinson, one of our uh, frequent contributors on the show, so thank you very much. We appreciate it. Bone, top 22 um, tight end target. Um could this uh, – I'm not sure if I understand that. Um, but basically, maybe looking at 2022 tight end targets. Yeah, you know, I hadn't really seen a lot of tight end targets just yet. Uh, Donovan Green out of Texas, uh, you know, he's a guy that you know Alabama's been showing some interest in early on. Um, you know, you kind of caught me off guard there because I we, we've been talking about top 2022 guys, you know, so much on the Bama Insider Recruiting Board. Uh, just about every single week and tight ends and positions that we haven't really, you know, kind of found out who the top guys are early on. I know Donovan Green's one of one of those guys because, uh, you know, he could he's tweeted a lot about, uh, you know, Alabama sending him some stuff. But he's probably the, the guy right now. You know, keep in mind, Alabama's going to sign two tight ends uh, in this class. Uh, Caden Clark, who took a gray shirt and then uh, Robbie Ute. So probably only going to take one tight end in, in next year's class. And I, I think they're certainly going to be looking for somebody who can spread the field. And this kind of, you know, stems back to what I just said, you know, Alabama still trying to find some guy, you know, still trying to evaluate players because uh, they weren't able to evaluate players during the spring, during the summer. So, you know, tight end certainly a position that, uh, you know, they're going to try to find an elite guy at in next year's class, but, um, but, you know, still trying to uh, figure out who those guys are at this time. All right. Um, missed this one earlier, uh, Park. Uh, Taryn Arnold. Um, I know everybody's really interested to see, um, kind of get the latest on one of the most talented uh, defensive backs and a guy that Alabama would certainly welcome, um, you know, with, with this tremendous recruiting class. What's kind of the latest right there, Bone? Yeah, for those that don't know, you know, Terry and Arnold, in my opinion, the most underrated player in the country. Um, and I think he's rated number 199, you know, should should be in the Rivals 100, in my opinion. I think he's one of the top overall defensive backs uh, in the country. Um, you know, a guy that, 
you know, listed as a cornerback, and a lot of people have, you know, a lot of people recruiting him as a safety. Uh, you know, some schools recruiting him as a cornerback. Alabama likes him uh, more as a cornerback, and he says that you know that's the position that he wants to play in college. Uh, and you know, Alabama considers him a top priority and has for a very long time. I think if you go to different message boards and read, you know, you know, different reports from uh, you know schools that are in his, you know top 11 everybody seems to have a different opinion as to which school he's going to go to but uh but i think the schools that are you know pretty much the most consistent is uh is alabama uh florida and uh, and georgia you know i think those are probably his top three schools uh out of his top he hasn't named a top three but i think those are his top threes i think those are the schools that he's going to eventually decide between um as of right now if he was you know making a decision today i would go with alabama but uh, he's not making a decision today. I think he's going to take it all the way until signing day. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, there's a great chance that he ends up in Alabama's class. But uh, he's definitely got some, uh, you know, Alabama definitely has some competition on their hands with Georgia and Florida. Um, but, you know, Alabama's certainly, uh, you know, plugging away there. How about how about this one, Bone? Uh, this is coming in from John again. We appreciate uh, the questions tonight, John. And thank you so much for all the Super Chats um, tonight. We really appreciate it. So thank you again and again. All Super Chats tonight go to Andrew Bone. Um, how good is Jalen Milrow, uh, quarterback from the class of 2021 out of Lone Star State? Alabama's done such a fantastic job recruiting the state of Texas. Jalen Milrow um, certainly, um, you know, looks the part. I mean, I, I really like this kid's highlights. Hey, we got a chance to, um, you know, see Andrew talk with him one-on-one. -on -one. You need to watch that YouTube video. Just type in Andrew Bone, Jalen Milrow, one-on-one. Fantastic young man. Um, what, what's kind of the latest on him in terms of how good you think he could be? And um, kind of provide a little context on Milrow, please. Well, I think he's elite. Um, you know, there's a reason he's, you know, rated as the number three dual threat quarterback in the country. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's got all the tools that you look for. He's got a strong arm. Uh, he's got great pocket awareness. Um, you know, he can he can beat you with his legs, but he's not trying to beat you with his legs. He's gonna he wants to beat you with his arm, and he's got a you know great arm. You know, you know, I think he needs to you know continue to work on his accuracy. He's a he, he's very accurate, but I think you know his deep passes can improve a little bit but I, I really like him a lot as a uh, as a passer um you know a lot of people are scared in my opinion to come in and compete with uh with Bryce Young Jalen Milrow proven that he's not and I think that says a lot about him all righty as um we we got another question coming in and this one is from uh Cameron which of our commitments in your opinion is the biggest still based on lack of star rating good question yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, you know, I think you got to look at, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, two of the three, the two three stars, Kadarius Callaway and, uh, you know, Devontae Smith. Love Kadarius Callaway. I think he's, uh, in my opinion, you know, I said this about Terry and Arnold, but Kadarius Callaway is certainly a, a very underrated prospect, you know, currently rated as a three star. I, there's no reason why he shouldn't be rated as the number one player in the state of Mississippi. He's that good. Um, you know, he's a guy who's had 11 interceptions during his junior season. Um, you know, had a, close to a thousand yards receiving. Uh, just an unbelievable athlete. You know, very impressive player. Um, and we know that Mississippi State still uh, still hasn't given up on him. Still pressing hard. Uh, you know, still wants him. But you know, I, I think he could uh, you know really see his stock. Uh, improve this season. Um, I know that the rivals team plans on going to see him, uh, I think this month. So, uh, so the, you know, like, fortunately they'll be able to see him uh, in person and uh, get a good evaluation on him. Uh, you know, Devontae Smith, you know, definitely another guy that 
has uh you know has been very impressive on film and um you know I, I think he's got a chance to uh to really move up in the rankings as well you know obviously you know we talked to mike farrell uh, a few months ago the rivals.com national recruiting director and you know he he was uh you know very high on Devonte. says that you know his ranking is way off you can't really do do much because uh you know his ranking you know, was he was a three-star and you know nothing has happened you know pretty much between uh you know his season and and now so they did they decided to hold off wait a little bit so they could see him again before they you know really update his ranking so they'll see him this fall and um you know we'll see if he ends up making his way uh into that rivals 250 okay all right good stuff um Thank you very much for following our coverage tonight here on BamaInsider.com. He's Andrew Bonham, Kyle Henderson, coming to you from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tomorrow night on Wednesday, I will host my own uh, call show, and we will talk team. Plenty to go into as, you know, we're, we're inching closer to the college football season. Thank you very much. Um, you know, if, if you're not a Super Chat member, um, if you're not in the Loyalty Club member, which you can hit the join button at the bottom of this video, a simple thumbs up really goes a long way. It helps our channel get out to other Alabama Crimson Tide football fans. So thank you very much. It, you know, it's um, the, the tips are great. The super chats are great. But a thumbs up, you know, really helps uh, go a long way, along with simply, um, you know, subscribing to the channel. That that certainly helps us grow our business model and helps us to continue to deliver the content that you love right here on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, we got a bunch of uh, 2022 questions coming in bone you you ready for some of those or i mean they're they're, they're, we gotta i I mean it's it's kind of i mean i think fans are they're they're like all right we 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 have our 2020 we know enough about 2021 (laughs) let's move on what about do we know anything about um nick james img class of 2022 uh, you know, I don't, um, and, and I probably should educate myself more on the, this 2022 class. And, and I, I keep t- saying this, you know, 2022 is just in 2023. Um, it, it's just been very difficult to, you know, evaluate or, or get a good grip on, you know, who the key targets are, because like I said, there were no spring, you know, there were no spring visits. There were no summer camps. We, we learned so much about the, about next year's class, you know, when they come to camp, you know, during, you know, during the summer and, you know, and this is a summer that we didn't see any, you know, we didn't really talk to any kids. We didn't, we didn't know what was going on. So, you know, all it is right now is everybody's just kind of in that evaluation, uh, you know, in that evaluation stage because they didn't get to evaluate, you know, this fall so, or excuse me, during the summer. So unfortunately right now, I don't know a ton about them. I'll have to kind of look them up and um, hopefully educate myself a little bit more on this 2022 class. But, um, you know, just going, you know, overall on the 2022, once again, um, you know, Alabama, you know, along with every other school in the country, you know, trying to figure it out because they're having to evaluate these kids, trying to figure out, you know, are they, you know, Alabama caliber? Are they Georgia caliber? Are they LSU caliber players? And uh, obviously there's a lot of guys who are out there that are like that, but uh, you still got to figure it out. You got to see these kids in person. You want to bring them in on the campus. You want to see them at a junior day. You want to see them you know, potentially at a fall, uh, you know, at a fall game. Um, maybe coaches are going to be able to go on the road this fall. I don't know if that's going to, you know, be the case because of all the COVID concerns. But I know a lot of coaches are, you know, very eager to get on the road so that they can see kids. I mean, in the months of December, January. When we talk about all these in-home visits and you know coaches going to these high schools and seeing prospects, you know they go and see a handful of these twenty, uh, you know, of the kids that are you know are going to sign in December and February. But they're also you know a big part of it is going to see these juniors, these sophomores, so that they know 
you know, these are the guys that we need to target. I'm looking at this guy in person right here. He's a he's a dog right here. This is a guy that we got to go after. We got to get him on campus. We got to put him through a workout. Uh, we maybe we need to see a little bit more of him, or we definitely need to get him on our commitment list. So, you know, that that's kind of the big part of uh, you know summer evaluations and then into fall evaluations. And unfortunately, coaches weren't able to do that, so they're all kind of starting from scratch this fall and then moving forward. All right, we're going to take a um, two-minute commercial break. We're going to um, put on the call line. We're going to take some calls to end the show. Um, we appreciate everybody joining. Uh, stay with us as um, I, I uh, put everyone on, on mute, and then we'll, uh, we'll be back here in just two minutes. Stay with us right here on BatmanInsider.com. Okay, we're, we are back right here. There was a quick commercial break on PamInsider.com. <laughs> the technology is amazing. I never thought that in 2020 we'd be doing all this stuff. And I think if you've been following, um, you know, our coverage, um, it's it's pretty amazing to see, you know, how far the technology has come. So happy to bring on Andrew Bone and, and be able to bring him here. Um, call line is open. 205-850-0883 is the call line number. And I, I think when you look at this class overall, um, you know, we'll start to kind of gear up more on the class of 2022. But I, I mean, it, it's early. I mean, anything could happen going into December. Um, Dorsey is asking Bone. Um, he's asking for an update on uh, Sage Ryan and if Ryan is an LSU lock. Yeah, you know, say for those that don't know, Sage Ryan um, at Lafayette, Louisiana, you know, uh, one of the top uh, you know players in the state of Louisiana, and one of the top players in the country. I think he's rated number thirty-two overall in the Rivals One Hundred. Um, you know, a lot of connections to LSU. Grew up an LSU fan. Um, you know, cousin coaches at LSU, uh, Kevin Falk, and uh, also his uh, recruiter. So you know, it's a uh, it's probably an uphill battle for Alabama. But you know, Alabama loves this kid. Uh, he was able to attend Junior Day. I do think it's the top two of Alabama and LSU. Um, you know, still lean LSU, you know, probably still strongly lean LSU there, but Alabama is still pushing. Uh, and that, you know, I think with you know, him not making a decision to this point with everybody assuming he's an LSU lock, um, I think that's kind of interesting just because, um, you know, he's at least, you know, writing this process out and, and kind of letting it play out and see, see what's the best fit for him. And it might be Alabama. Um, you know, they've compared him to Xavier McKinney. Um, you know, they think he can, uh, you know, kind of do it all. And they, uh, you know, they love his athleticism. So we'll see what happens, but, uh, but, I would probably still lean towards LSU with him, but uh, but Alabama, you know, right there in the thick of things, uh, and they remain you know steadfast in recruiting him. All right, Bone. As we look back and um, kind kind of look at this class overall, and thank you so much, Dorsey, for the question. We appreciate it, um, and we appreciate all the super chats. Of course, um, Alabama has twenty one commitments. I mean, they've done a, a great job with this class, obviously. Um, can you can you just kind of highlight just a, a couple key targets that we should watch? Is is there anyone making a, a, an announcement within this next month or two? Um, kind of maybe a, a couple guys uh, just just to watch as, as the college football season kicks off in the SEC. Yeah, you know, as I said earlier, you know, Marius Mims, uh, you know, has a decision set for October the fourteenth. Um, Christian Zachary has a decision set. For October the fifteenth, you know, obviously those are two guys to you know kind of watch and see what happens. Does Alabama 
uh, potentially give a green light to uh, to Christian Zachary, you know, somebody that they really like a lot. And, um, you know, will he end up having a season? He was supposed to have a season or he was supposed to start this past uh, this past week. But there was a COVID uh, outbreak or not an outbreak, but one I think one player on his team had had COVID and they had to cancel their game. So um, you know, had to push it back another week to evaluate him some more. So. Uh, you know, we'll see if Alabama decides to uh, to give a green light. Uh, Marius Mims, as we said, you know, it still looks like you know more so a Georgia-Tennessee recruiting battle, but you know, Alabama's still in heavy communication. I mean, it's not like he's he hasn't told them I'm not going to Alabama. He continues to talk to Kyle Flood and the uh, Alabama coaching staff on a very regular basis, just as much as the other schools. So um, we'll see what happens there. I mean, I wouldn't get my hopes up, but uh, but I, I think that you know as of right now, Georgia-Tennessee, you know, probably a little bit ahead of Alabama, and we'll see if. He potentially makes a trip to Tuscaloosa before uh, before he makes that decision. But you know, those are the two guys that I'm, you know, we're all watching pretty closely. Obviously, uh, Jaquincy McKinstry, you know, could decide at any moment. But the longer he waits, like I said, the better uh, it can be for Alabama. Um, you know, as far as <coughs> excuse me, the rest of the class is concerned. You know, most of these guys gonna wait it out. You know, gonna wait until December. Gonna wait until February to make their decisions. So gonna be kind of interesting, kind of see. You know, are they gonna be able to take official visits? Are they gonna potentially? You know, will colleges be allowed to have a certain number of recruits at a home game this fall? Obviously, it'd be kind of weird not 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 seeing a lot of fans there. Uh, you know, obviously you'll have you know you'll still have some fans there, but uh, but it won't be packed uh, like it normally is. So it'll be interesting to see if um, you know that's gonna be allowed this season. I think that's kind of what everybody's waiting on. Will the NCAA allow visits this fall? And, you know, I think you know, Alabama really hasn't pushed for these. Um, you know, some of these other schools have been able to get recruits on campus, but you know, not necessarily been able to talk to them. You know, Alabama, I think, just waiting, hoping that, you know, the NCAA is going to allow recruits to visit campus so that they can spend a lot of time with them and, uh, and kind of go from there. Bone, is it true that I think it was Georgia, Oklahoma, or LSU, each of those programs had, like, unofficial recruiting weekends was that was that true what what was kind of the smoke to that yeah you know I and I think uh I think George, maybe Oklahoma and Georgia were the first two that really did it uh you know they had weekends where rec recruits all came to campus um you know 10 or so recruits all came to campus you know visited campus you know spent time with uh you know other com you know players who were committed to those schools um and kind of made a weekend out of it you know ate some of the local fare, but, uh, you know, not allowed to visit with the coaching staff. You know, who knows if that happened or not? Um, you know, there's all sorts of rumors out there. And, and you know, unfortunately, you know, kids just haven't been able to enjoy, you know, their recruiting process like, you know, every other recruit has in all the years past. Uh, you know, they haven't really been able to, you know, visit with coaches or, or spend time with them or go see the facilities or do anything like that. But, um you know, who knows what what all has happened when recruits have gone on campus. But I know Alabama, um, you know, they're certainly eager to get kids on campus, but they ha they necessarily they hasn't haven't necessarily been pushing for it. They haven't been pushing for, you know, to have a big recruiting weekend on campus. But if the like I said earlier, if the NCAA it continues to extend this, I think Alabama is going to have to do something. They're going to have to host you know, some recruits on campus at some point, you know, even if it's just one or two, um, you know, every other weekend, they're going to have to, you know, get some kids on campus because, you know, with these top remaining targets, um, you know, as we mentioned, you know, Terry and Arnold, you know, Shamar Turner, Xavier Sori, um, you know, Jaquincy McKinstry, uh, JT Tuomola, um, you know, uh, Shambry Jackson, Tumise Adelier, and so on and so on, Mason Smith. 
these if these kids are visiting other campuses and, and you know getting their feet you know on the ground there and, and seeing everything, these these trips are going to be fresh on their mind. A trip to Tuscaloosa is not going to be fresh on their mind. But you know, as we've seen you know this year, it hasn't mattered too much because you know we've seen J.C. Latham commit to Alabama without ever stepping foot in Tuscaloosa. We've seen Devonte Smith uh, commit to Alabama you know, without taking a recruiting trip. But now he's visited Alabama before, but never as a recruit. Um, you know, Christian Leary never visited Alabama before and, and committed. But, um, you know, I think with you know, these other schools having these recruiting summits, get togethers, whatever you want to call them, uh, I think that's going to be important if, uh, you know, if some of these, if Alabama doesn't end up having anything and, and recruits aren't able to get back to Tuscaloosa, you know, it could, could play a major role uh, for some of these guys down the road. All right. As we wind out uh, towards the hour, call number is 205-850-0883. I'll definitely take your calls tomorrow night on Wednesday as we talk team right here on BamaInsider.com on the YouTube channel. Thanks to everybody that has super chatted Andrew Bone tonight. Um, we need to update that uh, that super chat leaderboard as Gary is already in the Club 100. So um, thank you very much for that. And um, I, I think that, you know, this has been it, it's been interesting to just follow this overall class 2021 because as we re rewind, um, a lot of people are wondering about this class, wondering if this was if Nick Saban was done and, and what he's done uh, with this class has been pretty remarkable. And I think the toughest times of recruit that there's ever been. Right. You haven't had anybody on campus and uh, he still continues to slam dunk on recruiting. Um, maybe last uh, last question we'll take. Um, this is from Paul Robinson um, again with the 2022 guys um, asking um, Bone, which former players would you compare Jeremiah Alexander to along with Woodard also? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Yeah. With Jeremiah Alexander, you know, I, uh, I kind of get a, um, uh, an Anthony Jennings vibe from him. Um, you know, very similar uh, in, in, in that regard. Um, you know, Robert Woodyard, oh, man, that's a tough question. You know, he's six foot one, about 215 pounds. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, maybe a little CJ Mosley in him. Um, you know, CJ was about that size coming out of high school. Um, you know, I need to see him a little bit more. I mean, he controls that middle of the defense, very active, um, and can play on both sides of the ball. So you know, maybe a little C.J. Mosley out of him and, uh, you know, Anthony Jennings out of Jeremiah Alexander. So hope hope that helps you out a little bit. All right, yeah. And as you said, as we continue to kind of find detail towards, you know, the as we polish off 2021, we'll definitely dip into 2022 and kind of provide some more analysis. I think right now, I think all of us are, are still kind of locked in on 2021 and kind of, you know, trying to figure out how this class is going to end out. And um, I, I'm confident, just like Bone is, that, you know, they, these guys stay on the top of the recruiting rankings. Um, I think uh, fast um, – 392 is asking any news on Corey Foreman. Uh, Sydney had a great visit with the Corn Dogs. <laughs> yeah, not, not really. I mean, you know, Corey Foreman, you know, has Alabama in his top seven, um, you know, probably in his top five. Um, you know, Alabama is, you know, definitely, you know, interested in him, would take a commitment from him. And, you know, he may even visit Tuscaloosa. But, you know, as we know, you know, he's visited Oklahoma, or excuse me, he's visited uh, Georgia and LSU. Um, you know, last couple weekends and you know, both schools feel like they're, he's going to those programs. Um, you know, one day it's Georgia and the next day it's LSU. I don't think, you know, a prediction on him is 
safe by any means right now because I think it's still a long way to go in his recruitment. It's going to come down all the way until the end. So uh, be interesting to see what happens with him. I wouldn't bank on Alabama at this point. Um, you know, I think Alabama's got a better chance with, uh, you know, a guy like JT Tuamola or Tumise Adelie in terms of, you know, the five-star defensive end targets. All right. Good stuff. What a, uh, what a great show. Thank you, uh, everyone for watching tonight, whether you're watching, you know, on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're coming from, thank you very much for all the support. Remember, you don't have to wait till every Tuesday to get your recruiting scoop. You can go to BamaInsider.com, try that out the free promo code, which is simply rolled side at checkout. My email is Kyle at BamaInsider.com. If you have any questions about getting on the website, any customer service related questions, I wear a ton of hats, um, but making sure that you guys are taken care of, whether it's on YouTube, BamaInsider.com, wherever you guys are, I definitely want to make sure that you guys get the best experience. I know there's options out there for Alabama Crimson Tide football fans, but I want to make sure that you get the best that money can buy for your coverage because I know you follow Alabama, so you want the best, you deserve the best. Um, he's Andrew Bone. I'm Kyle Henderson, and we can catch you, um, you know, tomorrow uh, right here on my call-in show. You know, it's where I get dressed up in the suit and tie and bring it to you, and we talk team as Alabama inches closer towards that first game against Missouri. I think the, I think the line is, what, 24 and a half. I, I take the over if I'm a betting man. Um, have a great night. Take care of each other. Uh, stay blessed. Andrew Bone, um, he'll catch you back at the recruiting board. You have fun, Bone? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. The uh, the Super Chats were outstanding tonight. Thank you all guys so much. It, it means the world to me. And, hey, guess what? Two weeks from today, my book goes on sale. You can go now to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million website, pre-order it, The Road to Bama. So uh, really excited about it. So uh, my first book, um, pretty, uh, pretty exciting stuff right there. So love to uh, love, love for you guys to get a copy and enjoy it. 18 chapters, all each chapter on a former Alabama great kind of his life growing up, his recruiting journey. We start with Leroy Jordan. We end with Tua. And uh, there's a lot of great stories in between. So I, I hope you guys will pick it up and, uh, and enjoy it. And we'll definitely put the link to Bones' book right here in the description box. So when the show's over and you guys come watch it, um, you can get the link. And then you can, of course, um, there's plenty of links back at BamaInsider.com. And, um, you know, Bone, if they want a um, – let me ask you this. Maybe you haven't thought about this yet, but if someone wants a signed copy – have you thought about that? What, what's the best way? Because I know that, you know, plenty of fans would like a signed copy from obviously the author of the book. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I've, I've already been sending out signed copies. So if you, you hit me up on, on Twitter, uh, you, you hit me up on here. Uh, we'll put, we'll provide my email address um, at the bottom of the link. So, uh, so you guys will know my email. You can email me. Um, if you have Venmo, if you want to mail a check, Send me, send it to me. We'll we'll knock it out and uh, be more than happy to send anyone a uh, a signed copy. So uh, so we got we got some copies here at the house now. So I'll be more than happy to uh, to mail it out to you. So uh, so yeah, we'll provide the uh, uh, an email address for you guys, and you guys can uh, can email me, and we can make something happen. All right. So email will be in the link in the description, along with ways to buy the book um, online. So um, definitely check out Andrew Bones book. I know everyone's excited, you know, that that just dropped. And um, what, what a great, you know, that's been that's been a positive in 2020. Right. As we look for positives in 2020, that's definitely one of them. Uh, stay blessed, my friends. Have a great week. I'll catch you uh, tomorrow night for the Alabama Crimson Tide Collins show with myself, Kyle Henderson. He's Andrew Bone. Um, I'm Kyle Henderson. Special thanks to Tyler Waldrop in the back uh, producing tonight's first show. He did a great job. Really excited about um, him being able to produce our show. So thank you very much, Tyler. You did a fantastic job. Stay blessed. Have a great day from beautiful Tuscaloosa, Alabama. This is BamaInsider.com. We'll catch you next time, fam.